Welcome into another edition of the Deep Saint Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm your host, D.P. Sidhu, and uh, we've got a great guest for you today. I've never had her on the podcast before, Casey Potter. She's a former Texans cheerleader. She now heads up the Houston Texans cheerleader program. She started in this role just last year, so she's a year in, and the Houston Texans cheerleaders have a lot of stuff happening this offseason, they're going to have their tryouts. They've got prep classes for their tryouts. She's going recruiting, looking for cheerleaders. I want to talk to her about everything that she looks for in a potential Houston Texans cheerleader and how she decided that she wanted to go from cheering to the other side, to the coaching side. And I was very inspired by the Netflix documentary, docuseries, Cheer, which is a six-part series. It, it follows a group of cheerleaders at Navarro Junior College in Corsicana, Texas, and so you, it's done by the same, the same makers of Last Chance You, if you watch that, where it follows football players at a junior college. So it's very similar. In fact, when I was on about hour five of the Netflix series, my son, who's 16, he walked in. He said, Mom, this looks just like Last Chance You. He's, he's, he's like, they, they follow the stories of these people, and they're, they come from, like, really hard backgrounds. And then afterwards, some of them will go on to succeed. Some of them will fall back into their old ways. Some of them will make it to D1 schools. And I thought, oh, this is okay. I can see why they could take that formula and apply it to cheer, to cheer squads. Well, I sat down with Casey Potter. We talked about what the difference between those squads and the Houston Texans cheer squad is. There's a very distinct difference. And does she ever foresee the Texans doing stunts like the ones you see in cheer? We sort of break it all down. But first, take the fastest internet to the house with Xfinity XFi. Stream the Texans all season long on every in-home device, no matter where you watch. This is Beyond Wi-Fi. This is XFi Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans and proud partner of the Deep Slant Podcast. So let's get right into it. I sit down with Casey Potter right here on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. All right, joining us this week, a former Houston Texans cheerleader and Houston Rockets power dancer. She took over the role last year as the Houston Texans cheerleader program manager. It's Casey Potter. Welcome in, Casey. Thank you, DB. I am so excited to have you. I just powered through six hours of cheer mm -hmm. on Netflix. So um, I told myself it was research for this interview. <laughs> it, it was not research for <laughs> no, this interview. But I did learn a lot of things, which we will get to okay. in a bit. But I want to ask you, first of all, what's this transition been like? Because it's been a full year now in this role for you. Used to be a cheerleader. I think you were a cheerleader when I started working here. I we, believe so. We overlapped a little bit. Okay, so to go from cheerleader to the person who manages the cheerleaders, what was that whole transition like for you? Eye-opening. Um, I had was the passion. It? Yes, because I loved cheering, and I love sports. And so growing up dancing and growing up loving sports, what better way to marry those two things than to be a cheerleader? So it was like my dream job right there. And then when I came and cheered for the Texans, I went, wait, I think I have another dream job. I want to coach one day. And so it's so, just, so that occurred to you while you were cheering. Mm -hmm. okay. It was just an idea in the back of my mind. And I, I didn't really want to say anything. You know, I just said, okay, set your goals there and we'll start making steps towards that over the years. And so my coach for the Rockets actually was the person who kind of said to me one day, if you don't say things, just put it out in the universe. It will, might not ever come to fruition. And so I remember admitting to some of the my former teammates, like, I want to be the coach one day. And so that getting in their minds, too, and just seeing them believe in me. And so that was amazing. And so getting to come here, be back, and 
getting to make the current cheerleaders have the best season, the best year possible, that's been a dream come true. All right, so what years were you actually a cheerleader? Give me a timeline of when you were here with the Texans, when you were with the Rockets. Yeah, so and then obviously you started in your role last year. Yeah, so Texans, I cheered 2012 and 13, those two seasons, and mm -hmm. then got voted to Pro Bowl for that January in 2014. And then... Right then in 14, I went to the Rockets, and so I was a Rockets power dancer for three years, 14, 15, and 16, ending in 17. Okay, so you've been cheering, and then you went straight into this role. Mm -hmm. There was not a lot of time off. No, I took I took about one year off. I was working on my master's and working, going wow. to school. So, Well, do you ha – does having gone through cheering, how much does it help you become – the program manager. What was it about cheering that made you say, you know what, I think I can lead one of these programs? I believe in my leadership. So I knew I had those skills. I have the passion for dance. And then I have the passion for giving back to the community. So everything that the Texans organization believes in and does here in Houston, I wanted to be a part of that. And so I knew it was just the right fit for me. I knew just had to make the organization know that you had to sell I'd it. be, you had, to sell it. <laughs> had let them know that I was the right person. <laughs> you did obviously a great selling job because here you are how about your experience with your cheerleaders? How much of your experience as a Rockets power dancer, as a Houston Texans cheerleader, do you share with the cheerleaders, good and or bad? Everything was a learning process for me. And so anything I could take, my experiences from appearances and learning how to speak with people and let them have fun and learn about the organization, I got to know all of that from cheering myself. And so being on this side, it helps me enable the current cheerleaders with what to expect when they go out into appearances and how to really connect with people one-on-one -on -one so that anytime anyone in Houston meets a Houston Texans cheerleader, they get the type of one-on-one -on -one contact that you know is just what they crave and the what the relationship that they want with our organization is that the toughest part of being a cheerleader is just knowing how to go out and to conduct yourself because it's a lot of plates these that these cheerleaders are juggling at the same time it isn't is. it between the community events the game it's like you've got the games mm -hmm. then you've got all the work the prep work the community appearances and a lot of them are working jobs or in school at the same time is that is that the toughest part? And, and do you think that that is the, the toughest part is going out in the community and, and conducting yourself that you have all this energy and you have all this enthusiasm when you might be really exhausted? Sometimes. Oh, completely. I agree with that 100% because they've got to manage their schedules and their other jobs and responsibilities with finding extra time to do our community outreach and being on and being in that moment and making sure that they're living in that moment and really creating a unique experience for people that they come in contact with. What was your favorite part of being a cheerleader? Your favorite aspect oh, of it? definitely the community outreach. Was it? Mm -hmm. What did you like about it so much? That it wasn't just standing there shaking my pom-poms and smiling at people. It was going and interacting. It was really working with them. I Even just this season, you know, we were doing Huddle for 100, celebrating NFL 100. That's right, yeah. And watching the cheerleaders. They're painting with the kids, and they're making new fence posts. And so it's those things that are going to make that kid know, like, oh, they grew up in Houston just like me, and they went to a regular elementary school just like me. And, you know, if that's their dream or whatever their dream is, they're watching someone live that out. And to see them interact with each other, like, I just see them lighting little sparks of inspiration. I love this series, and we featured it a lot on our show, Texans mm -hmm. Buzz, throughout the year, Beyond the Boots, a brand-new series that followed the cheerleaders sort of what their lives are like outside of cheer. What did you want fans to see or learn about 
your cheerleaders throughout that series? I think the name says it all. You know, who are the people on the field? Who are our cheerleaders? They wear their famous red boots, but what about them makes them special? And so we wanted to find a unique, unique way to show that to our fans. And you get to see so many things. You see them in their careers. You see some of them, what their legacy is, why Tori wanted to come try out after knowing her mom had been an Oilers at episode. Derek Dahl. Yes, uh -huh. Yeah, and then you there's a community involvement episode where you see what they're doing in the community and you see you go behind the scenes on game day too and so you get to see their dances that they're putting on the field and their just fire and passion on this field and on the sidelines and so I think that Beyond the Boots has been an amazing way to see what's on the field what's behind the scenes what's in their hearts and what makes them all unique. All right, speaking of, of series, so Netflix came out with the series Cheer. Mm -hmm. It followed the Navarro Junior College uh, cheer team in Corsicana, Texas. Yeah. You, you and I talked about it briefly. Have you, You've seen a little bit of it, or yeah. have you seen all of it? I haven't finished it yet. I'm you probably haven't. on the fourth episode right now. Okay, so I started it thinking, I'm, you know, I don't know anything about cheer. I'll probably watch an hour of it. I just want to see what the, what the bus is about. And I kid you not, Casey, it, in 24 hours, I was done with all six <laughs> hours. And I thought I was an expert. I, I was just like, Morgan... If you don't point your toes, <laughs> your jumps are going to look like trash. You know, I was just, I was so into it. But that seems like a very different world from NFL cheerleading. And, and what are your thoughts on that? Is that what it was like for you when you were cheering at a younger level? So I didn't grow up cheering. I grew up dancing. So what we do here at the NFL, that's more my style. Okay. But I think that cheerleading and dancing just in general are sister sports um, sure they they say some things that I don't don't understand myself they're like mat talk yeah <laughs> pump them up you're with never your mat gonna talk. make the mat <laughs> I know and I in my world I'm like oh just encourage your teammates sure, so sure, sure, sure. similar but different it's a pep and, talk. yeah so for me watching it I'm learning things too I'm like oh stunts what I, I, I don't know anything about the stunting world but I think that overall watching their team camaraderie watching their encouragement watching the highs and lows you know when you don't make something you know you needing to improve those are all things that our cheerleaders go through and understanding that we call them Houston Texans cheerleaders but they are dancers that's a skill they have to have we have people from both walks of life that come to be cheerleaders for us. Some that had cheerleader cheerleading inspiration growing up and some that had dance technique growing up. And so we take all of that and we try to create a team of 34 to 36 that mm. can mesh and blend and go take our field. And so we're similar to the Navarro type cheerleading you see in cheer, but we're a little different. Yeah, I think that's a good distinction to make. There's dance and then there's cheer yeah. because I always wondered why some cheerleading squads look different than others. And I think, I want to say it was in Baltimore. We went up there for a mm -hmm. game. And they have men they, they do, and yeah, women. They have co-ed. And it looks, it looks a little bit, it's maybe somewhere in between the Texans and yeah. the college yeah, cheer, they, right? They, they have both squads. So they have co-ed, they're doing stunts, but then they also have the dancer style. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Have you ever thought of bringing in males on the cheerleading squad and doing more stunts? I always wondered... Um, you know, who makes those sort of decisions? Is it something that's ever been considered? Why or why not? You know, I'm sure there's advantages or disadvantages yeah. of both. So for the Texans, our style is dance. So any males that ever came here, we wouldn't focus on stunting because, I mean, if we're just going with one of the most obvious things, if we're stunting, our first row fans, they can't see over it. So oh, okay, sure. us staying on level on the sideline is the best situation. But so bringing males in they'd be dancing just like our current cheerleaders mm -hmm. and so it's about finding the best of the best we've had some men um, audition last year 
possibly in the past. Um, but so I, it's about finding the best combo of 34 to 36, where, you know, the number fluctuates. But whoever stands out the most in that audition hits everything we're looking for. That's what we're going to put on that field. So we're not going to see baskets anytime soon. No, ma'am. <laughs> I, I always wondered if it was an injury thing because you're also worried it's, you know, you're on the sideline. There's not a whole lot of space Have for you, you to work with. Have you seen those red boots? And those red <laughs> They're pretty tall. <laughs> oh, that's that's true. I didn't even – you'd have yeah. to change shoes if you mm -hmm. were going to start doing some stuff like yeah. that, right? Mm -hmm. We do a little bit of tumbling. And, like, our half times, you'll see us utilize oh, yeah. tumbling because they'll be in a sneaker-type high top or something. So we try to keep their safety and their ankles really – so, you want to keep them the healthy yeah. throughout the season. It's a long cheerleading season. I'm going to get to tryouts in a bit because I have a lot of questions about that. But I had heard about you as a cheerleader that you seem to have a knack for social media. Oh. Someone told me that they, you just seem to have this it factor, like interviewing players or any interviews they had to do on camera. Mm -hmm. You were really on the ball with it. Is that something that you really worked on, or did you consider that like your strength back then when you were cheering? No, not my strength at all. Really? Okay. One of my teammates, she ran a – I can't even remember what it was called, but – it was, oh man, I'm going to have to look that up on Instagram. But <laughs> she ran some uh, some post-game breakdown. And so she would go through play-by-play -play talking about the games. Oh, she was. Would. Always so impressed with her. I think the closest I got to interviewing was I got, interviewed J.J. Watt at Pro Bowl. This is the story that I heard. Yeah. You just sort of said, all right, J.J., let's do this. And uh -huh. you just went boom, 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 which – you know, I think you, if you're not doing it every day, that's that's a, that's an important, that's kind of a hard skill to master. I'd have to go back and look because, <laughs> so I had sacked them. Toro at this Pro Bowl. Okay. And so oh, that's what J.J. wanted to talk about. He came and found me on the <laughs> sidelines. He was like, that sack. I was like, it was a Watt sack. What can I say? <laughs> I really kind of looked like a flying squirrel. So it was, it, it was a bit did embarrassing Did you have a celebration, though? That's the important question. <laughs> did, you, did you celebrate at least? Oh, absolutely. Okay, uh, I don't know if I look so much like a football player celebrating or more like kind of WWE SmackDown Raw. <laughs> like, I just, I was a, in it my a different element. Um, but so that was mainly what we talked about. And so it was nice that we both had, got to talk about our Pro Bowl experience, what mm -hmm. it was like in Hawaii. And I just kind of pulled from our experiences that week on what I was going to interview him on. But I would not say that I have a knack for it. <laughs> All right. So you've got tryouts coming out, which I think is an important time of year for you because it's probably really busy for you. What can you tell us about upcoming tryouts, some of the things you're looking for, and what are the challenges of – I mean, I just – I've seen it. It's in – is it in the Houston Methodist Training Center mm -hmm. again? That's usually where it is. It's just like a room full of, of dancers, of participants, yeah. and you have to judge who you're going to pick for this squad. Yeah, I mean, what's that? What's that all like? It's so fun. We're recruiting right now. We're trying to get the word out about coming to tryouts because you never know what we're and what we're looking for is people who have a passion for our city, have knowledge about the Houston Texans. I want Texans fans. Because those are going to be our number one advocates when we send them out for us. Sure. So I want people who know football are on that sideline cheering us on. And I want people who are poised and have grace and just speak well when they're interacting with people. Really know how to make people feel like they're getting a, like a very unique, organic experience. And so... I want people who can go there and have fun when they're out in the community, have fun at practice. We're always looking for positivity. And so we're looking for a lot of things. And that's a lot. That's a long so list. So that's why we have so many rounds at tryouts. And then they go through so many things because they're going through interviews. They're doing finals. We see them multiple days in a row because 
who you are when you're tired at practice is a little different than when you're oh, fresh sure. on the morning. And so that's why we do about a full week to get to know them and make sure we really know who these individuals are and if they are ready to wear our uniform. So you have different categories, like you have the dance and then you have interview portion. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, what, are, what are sort of the breakdowns of some of the categories you're looking at? So we're looking at their dance ability. Um, how fast can they pick up choreography? Mm. We're looking at. Their I'd be horrible at that. <laughs> I bet you. I bet. I bet I could get you there. <laughs> I need a lot of coaching more than a week. Okay. Hey, you already know that Morgan needs to point her toes on you. So <laughs> I'm a good at director. least on the coaching side. <laughs> You're picking up pretty quickly. But so and then we're looking for personality. We want mm. people who are genuine, honest, humble, but confident. You know, sure. so we are confident cheerleaders, but we're also humble within what we do. So it, kind of having that all around character also is really important. You mentioned recruiting. What does recruiting look like? Recruiting you? looks like getting the word out. We're putting flyers at local gyms and anywhere. A lot of workout type, um, call, excuse me, a lot of college what are those like called? Like Navarro? Like, no, like, like Navarro. Uni oh, we're not going that far. <laughs> we're looking more locally. And then just reaching out to co collegiate cheerleading squads, oh, sure. collegiate dance teams, and getting them to know about our organization. So is there? Is, do, you have, do you have a story of, like, maybe the strangest place that you have found a potential cheerleader? I don't know. This is I'm only I, a year in, DB. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I thought maybe from your experience. Or, I mean, because... You know, you're right. There's only so many. The pool in Houston, it's, while it's a big city, you're looking for a lot of different things. So mm -hmm. it's like the bigger net you can cast, the better for you. So do you go, I, I, you and I had discussed maybe you were going to go to different cities within Texas yeah. as well, right? Definitely doing that, traveling out and talking to those collegiate teams. The furthest that I've recruited was here local. But when Vanderbilt came for Texas Bowl, oh. I got to talk to their Palm Squad. And so I think that's the furthest we've recruited. But Technically, they came to us, so I was cheating a little bit. <laughs> no, that's that's. I think that's outstanding that you're able to pull girls from all over and, and kind of get to know them. What what about you? What do you remember about your tryout? Do you remember it? I was tired. You I was tired. scared. I was exhausted. I mean, it was just a whirlwind of emotions. You walk into the, the well, what we like to call lovingly as the bubble uh -huh. for the Houston Methodist Training Center, right. and it's just a wow moment. You walk in. There's turf. There's lights, and you just. You're awestruck for a second. And there's so many there's mm -hmm. so many people in there. And then it's your game face because you're like, I want that spot. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only so many. And I, you got to be in it for yourself. And so I was f trying to encourage other people, but at the end of the day, worry you about gotta, me. You got to get your you got to get your steps on. Mm -hmm. Did you when did you feel like, hey, I might have a chance to make it? Or were you pretty confident since you had the dance confident. background? You weren't. No, as a dancer trying out and auditioning that's a skill you know and so you have to make sure you're practicing how quickly you can pick up choreography and turn around and perform it and so I walked in that first year like this is going to be my practice rounds and you know I'm just want to find out what the audition process is like get comfortable oh. in it I just I did not think I was going to make it that first year I thought it was going to take me a couple years to get get into the fold and just each round I kept seeing my number and I was getting that's a exciting. little more excited I was like I'm getting pretty close oh my gosh this might work out and I ended up making it that first year which was a blessing all right so the next year you make it again but it's not like once you've made it you're in you've got to go through the whole process all mm -hmm. over again you right start from the beginning I think it's a little harder for vets that's was my experience Do you think right the now. pressure is a little yeah, bit higher it is yeah, you know that first that. year you can make it just based off of your potential and what you can show them mm -hmm. you can do but that after your first year you've got to prove I got it you saw improvement in me and I get what you're doing here and 
And so you got to kind of prove your way back in. All right. So what's your biggest piece of advice for anyone that wants to try out for the Houston Texans cheerleaders? Confidence. Mm. I think even when you're doubting yourself, don't look around and compare yourself to others. Just stay in your own spot and be confident. Because even if you go out there during auditions and you forget something, if you can sell yourself, just keep dancing. Do some trick and wow me, even though it's completely wrong. If you can sell your confidence to me, it'll get you to the next round. This is just like in cheer. They practice mess-ups. So when you mess up, how to, like, recover mm -hmm. and bounce back very quickly. All right. I okay, so the tryouts are March 28th through the 29th. I love that you guys are also holding a prep class mm -hmm. for tryouts on March 21st. What can participants expect to see We're in there? three prep classes. Three prep We're classes. We're starting in February. Oh, okay. One in February, two in March. So they've got three opportunities to come in. Okay. Prep classes are just going to prepare them for the auditions. But they're also, if you're not ready for auditions or you think you just kind of want to go take a dance class they're fun for those people too they're open to anybody and it's a way to learn dances that were performed during the 2019 season so these are actual htc performances and so they're going to learn those dances they'll learn how to get our walk because we have a very specific walk oh, okay. when we take the field <laughs> so they'll learn the walk they'll learn the attitude that it takes to be an htc and it's just about getting that one-on-one -on -one, kind of a more close-knit experience before you you go into prep class or before you go into auditions and then when you go into tryouts hopefully there'll be a familiar face yeah. or two watching you and judging you from exactly. the other side all right casey what are you working on for the next few weeks and, and where can people find out what the cheerleaders are up to all of the information can be found on our website you can find the sign up for tryouts and for prep classes and so prep classes are that opportunity to get facetime with me let me see what you got before the day of tryouts and so they're a great opportunity all right, good stuff. Casey Potter, Houston Texans cheerleader, program manager, our very own Coach Monica right here <laughs> in Houston Texans. Um, if you watch cheer, I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed with it. All right, Casey, best of luck this offseason, and we're really excited to see what the new squad looks like. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it for our podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. Special thanks to Casey Potter. And, of course, you can check out HoustonTexans.com slash cheerleaders for all the information, for the tryouts, for what the cheerleaders are up to, and more. That's on HoustonTexans.com slash cheerleaders. And you can always check out HoustonTexans.com. Download the mobile app. We've got lots of great, fun features, stories, and more. It's the off-season, but, hey, the website and the app, they just keep rolling on. So you don't want to miss any of that with your favorite team. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter and on social media at Deep Slant. Let me know if there's somebody you want to hear, somebody you want me to interview. It doesn't have to be in the building. It could be somebody outside the building, anybody related to the sport of football or the Houston Texans. I'd be happy to take any and all suggestions. It's the off-season, so uh, we have a lot more time to get to some of these interviews that we may not necessarily get to during the season. So always great to chat with Casey. Hopefully we'll bring her back uh, sometime in the future and see how tryouts went. So, But for now, that's going to do it for our podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening, and go Texans.